Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I am Jeef. What happened to Jeff? Don't worry about Jeff. I'm almost as good as him and way cheaper. Hey, James. Hey, Jeff. Today we're going to go into the wonderful world of Lego knockoffs, or as they're politely known, clone brands. Clone brands. That's yes. a polite way of saying That's it. That's the polite way of saying ripoff. Um, but before we get to that, I think we have to get into the history of, of Lego itself. Now, is there going to be some images or anything for this one? Oh, absolutely, yes. If you would like to follow along, you can go to our website. Breakingdads.com. 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 Uh, and there'll be links and pictures and things you can follow along with. Awesome. And you can go down Nostalgia Road with some of these or look at some of other things and go, how does that exist as a thing? But it does. Now, I knew very little about the history of this, so in, enlighten me. Well, this is uh, quite interesting because I think most people, think when they think of Lego, they think, ah, they invented the interlocking brick. They did not. What? Yeah, that's the craziness. Uh, it was actually invented in 1939 by a gentleman named Hillary Harry Page. Uh, I would go by Harry if my name was Hillary as well, yeah. by the way. Yeah. You're all, you're all for that? I'm for that. Yeah, I can see that from you. Uh, but yeah, they were the first plastic brick with studs on the top. Uh, and uh, they were basically a plastic version of wooden bricks that had studs. Hmm. But most of the wooden bricks had the studs on the bottom that sat into the, the ah. bricks. These were hollow plastic bricks with the studs on the top. So uh, in 1947, Ole Kirk, the founder of Lego... Uh, purchased their first plastic injection molding machine, and the salesman they bought it from brought along some samples of what you could produce with the machine, including some Kitty Craft blocks, uh, and Kitty Craft was the company that Hillary Page started. Hmm. Um, and uh, they liked that idea so much that in 1949, Ole Kirk started to produce what they called automatic binding bricks. Now, I'm assuming if he bought an uh, injection molding machine, that wasn't just a whimsy purchase that he thought, hey, you know what we need in our house? So he must have had some idea of what he wanted to do with that injection well, molding machine. They were a toy company. So he just thought. And he was, I think, looking uh, to modernize. And because uh, and, plastic was just right. finally starting to be available in, um, in Europe after uh, World War II. Right, okay. Right, so uh, it was a new technology. And I think he thought, oh, you can make things faster and cheaper uh, than out of wood. Gotcha. Um, and they had some trouble with fire as well. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a thing. They kind of liked the idea. Um, in... Uh, 1953, they changed the name of automatic binding bricks to Lego Merston or Lego Bricks. Good call. Yeah, I think so, because I don't know if... Oh, abs. Yeah. I, <laughs> hey, man, I only play with ABB. <laughs> don't mess around with nothing else. Um, yeah. And then in 1958, Lego did add uh, tubes to the underside of the bricks, where it was just hollow and open before. Hmm. Uh, and that made them much more stable and made them lock better. Right. Um, and so that's how we got the familiar Lego bricks that we know today. Uh, and then they were applied for, they applied for and were granted patents based on that improvement. Huh. So then Lego exists as a thing until 1983, when all the basic patents run out. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. And then, because uh, they made some other patents on some other uh, newer pieces and improvements in the minifigure. Uh, and then by 1989, all of the patents have run out. So they got about, what was that, 25 years on their patents then? Um, like, yeah. From the original? Give or take, yes. Yeah, because it was 1961 when the patent was finally approved okay. in the U.S. and Europe. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a good run, and they were protected for a long while, Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden they weren't. And so what happens is uh, Tyco, being 
a large American toy company, uh, they kind of went through a weird period where they never, they didn't actually produce a lot of number one hit toys. Like, you know, Mattel was made by Barbie and Lego was made by their bricks and uh, Hasbro was made by like G.I. Joe and other hit toys. Tyco didn't have a thing. Tyco, they were big in model trains. They were big in remote control cars. Um, But they were not really huge on store shelves. Hmm. Uh, but what they decided to do is start t- making knockoffs of successful products. Why not? So they made their own version of Play-Doh, and they made uh, their own version of Lego, and they called that um, Tyco Superblocks. There you go. And uh, <laughs> one of the big things they did with this is they, they had ads that uh, would say things like, if you can't tell the difference, why pay the difference? <laughs> right? And, uh, and all the products would have a big stamp on it that says, works with Lego. Kind of. Um, no, and they did. They did oh. lock, interlock with Lego. They were the same bricks, hmm. so they did work. Um, Lego, of course, wasn't very happy about that, no. so they had to sue them. Ah. Uh, now, they argued that the shape of the Lego brick should be protected under copyright because it's a very distinctive look. Huh. Uh, the courts disagreed, right. and this was the, the first in a very long line of decisions against Lego, uh, basically saying that copyrights... Um, you can't uh, you can't copyright a functional design. No, that was what the patent was for. Exactly, and you were yeah. protected by the patent for a very long time. Yeah. So, um, that was the first one that went bad for them, and uh. Uh, they continue to do that today. Um, but the courts did rule that uh, Tyco was not allowed to use the Lego brand in their advertising. Right. So they couldn't say compatible with Lego on their packaging Which is, or in yes, their commercials. Trademark infringement. Exactly. Um, so. Uh. They said, Tycho said, ah, it's not a big deal. Um, and uh, that was fun for them. Yeah. So they, and they, what kind of stuff did they produce then? Well, one of the biggest sellers was a military line ah. that had tanks and, uh, and you know, Jeeps and all the, the U.S. military paraphernalia. So the stuff that Lego wouldn't go near. The stuff that Lego wouldn't go near. Right. Because uh, Lego sort of vowed not to do modern military sure. stuff. So they're kind of bridging between Lego and Hasbro in a way. It's yeah, like yeah, very much. GI Lego. Yeah, and their ads, and we have a link to one of the ads. That were phenomenal. I mean, there were there were there were '80s ads through and through. It was yeah. quite fantastic with the kids in the buckets and the <laughs> military music. Um, and uh, yeah, they they produced bricks from 1983 up to around 1991. It's hard to get when they stopped, but they did, and huh. I don't know why because uh, in 1990. They were about ten percent of the U.S. toy block market, which is a pretty big chunk. Yeah, well, yeah. So yeah, I wonder what if it was the the some of the legal stuff hurt them. Just yeah, having they, to they spent themselves? about three million defending themselves, and they made about twenty million dollars from the line. Okay. So the economics are still there. Yeah. I know that they but... went through a lot of transitions with acquisitions of other products and and. You know, this was the early 90s, so people getting swallowed up by other people all over the place. Hmm. Um, eventually, I think Hasbro ended up owning Tyco. Uh, and they basically just make, they just use the branding on remote control cars now. Hmm. So it's weird that they were that successful and that they were gone that quickly. So is that one of the better ones? That... Yeah, in terms of quality, a lot of collectors think that this is the best of the non-Lego brands out there. Huh. Uh, they The pieces were really well made. They fit together very well. Uh, and I think there's a lot of nostalgia for the the, the military line in particular uh, uh, because you just can't get that. 
Um, I've like, I, ne- I was never, it was not a thing when I was a kid. I yeah. never saw it on any store shelves. I didn't know it existed. Um, but looking back on it, um, I can see uh, they're very 80s type Lego sets. They look very blocky. Their minifigures were weird with really wide arms. Huh. Uh, but people liked them. Yeah. Yeah. So the nice thing about that is they made a lot of them. You can get them on eBay and the prices are actually, you can get them for cheaper today than you could when they came out. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So so if you're looking to get some, get some. That's a good aftermarket. Yes. Uh, so then um, Canada wants to get involved, you know, like in all things. Yeah. We're like, hey, guys, what's going on? What's going on down there, guys? It's a little late to the party, but. Uh, but they weren't, though. That's weird. Okay. So uh, Mega Blocks, which is now the number two toy block brand in the so hard to say toy building block brand in the world say it 10 times fast i'm not even gonna say it one time fast uh and it's actually a company that was started out in 1967 as ritvik holdings which was the uh first names of husband and wife embezzling company no it sounds like it doesn't it no it's a victor and rita okay (laughs) started it uh, and they showed off, they started with their mega blocks. They showed them in 1984 wow. and these were designed more as a ripoff of Duplo, uh, right? So these were bigger blocks made for younger kids. Right. Okay. And it was very successful. Um, and, uh, they were aimed all their sets at around four to six year olds. So at this point, Lego's not too worried because that's outside of their core demographic at the time. They're not too worried about the little kids. No. And that's earlier than I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah, they 80, were 84 is pretty. I mean, so they got in right away, same time right as Tyco. Yep. Everyone was like, let's let's do this. Oh, the patent's not there anymore. Let's go. But it's interesting they chose a distinct direction as opposed to what Tyco was doing. Yeah, and I think it was a good idea because it allowed them to really build the company and get some money in the company before mm. they had to fight any big legal battles. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so in 1991, uh, decided, they decided now was the time to get into some big legal battles. <laughs> and they released what they called their Micro Mega Blocks, which is just a terrible name. That is a terrible name. <laughs> but these were basically just Lego-sized blocks. So, so they saw that basically Tyco lost its court challenge in the late 80s. And so a couple years later, they're like, all right, now I think we're safe. Yeah, yeah, the precedent has been set. We've got a bit of money if we have to. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yep, they got sued. <laughs> <laughs> they got sued in Canada and in European courts. Uh, but uh, eventually, and there were a lot of lawsuits, eventually Megablocks won every single one of them. Man. Yeah, so all the way up to the Supreme Court of so Canada. Lego must have bled out a lot of money through the, the late 80s and early 90s fighting off lawsuits. Yeah, but I think it was such it's still such a small percentage of what they were making. Right, I guess. And, and they're, it was they're, just worth their survival because they weren't really diversified into anything else. Yeah, that's the thing about Lego. It's is, what they have. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and, and even, even nowadays, all the things, they, they come off of it, like the, uh, the movies... Uh, and the video games. It's all license they don't own. It, well, and it's all based on the toys. If right. the toys went away, those other products would go away. Yeah. So, yeah, they uh, they need to be very protective. And you can understand why they're very pro- oh, yeah. protective. Um, but it's tough because they don't really have a lot of legal footing for for the lawsuits. They're, they're really trying to rewrite the trademark and copyright laws yeah. in a way that suits them. Or they're just trying to knock these guys out of yeah. doing it. Just, yeah. just you know, a bit throwing a scare out there or something. I don't know. It's an interesting strategy. but It is. And, and honestly, they do have a case some of the time. Uh, yeah. In 2012, U.S. Customs seized a lot of uh, Mega Blocks and a Chinese company. Um, they were basically both made... Uh, um, Lego Friends ripoffs because uh, Lego Friends was uh, just come out was extremely popular. Did I say two thousand twelve? 
Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, uh, and Lego was making a lot of money and gaining a lot of market share. Huh. So these other companies came out. Uh, Megablocks one was called My Life. Uh, and the packaging looked almost identical right. so another, to Lego. Right, so it's like basically... Yeah, trade, and the sets looked almost identical. So that is really is uh, uh, one company trying to trade off another yeah. company's success. And so I think they have a case in those, kinds in of those kind of arguments, gotcha. yes. Um, but... Um, in other ones, not so much. So and, what did Megablocks, what was their thing? Like, how did they separate themselves when they got into so, the Yeah, Lego so market? they built their market based on the, the Megablocks, the ones for kids. Hmm. Um, and then when they got some money, they started to aggressively sign licenses. Ah. And licenses that Lego wouldn't touch for a lot of them. Was it military stuff? Um, not so much military stuff, but, um, for example, they did uh, Halo as one of their first okay. big... Uh, quasi-military. Yeah, exactly. Futuristic military yeah. fun, right? And, um, uh... Right now, they have... I didn't even count them up, but I'll read them as quickly as I can. Sure. If you go on their website today, these are the licenses they have. They have Assassin's Creed, Barbie, Call of Duty, Despicable Me, Dora the Explorer, Halo, Hello Kitty, Hot Wheels, <laughs> Jeep, John Deere, Monster High, Power Rangers, Skylanders, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Thomas and Friends. You know, those all sound like they're kind of compatible. I mean, you got yes. Call of Duty and Dora the Explorer, you know, those... Well, and that, Kids still play together with those. That is one of the complaints about Megablocks is that they aren't super compatible. They have a lot of big, uh, sort of like Lego in the 90s. They have a lot of, of big one-off molds that are right. in one set and can only really be used to build this one thing. Huh. Um, and their minifigures as well are uh, well, they're really detailed. They're, they're very articulated. You can move the, the joints in a lot of different ways. They're like mini G.I. Joes, hmm. uh, I would say. Um, but you can't really mix and match the parts. Right. Yeah, so... It's a little different that way. But it helps them stand out, which is nice. Um, and stand out they did. <laughs> because, yeah. uh, um, and I think uh, this next move, uh, Mattel ended up buying Mega Brands, which is what they ended up being called in 2014, oh. for $450 million US. Man. So that's a mega purchase yeah. of a mega brand. But it was worth it for Mattel because that was the year that Lego knocked off Mattel as the number one toy maker in the world. Wow. And Lego Friends is the reason Lego knocked off Mattel because people were buying less and less Barbies and we're buying more and more right. Lego friends. Yeah. So Mattel thought we need to get into that market and rather than start up your own company and get on store shelves, you buy Megablocks because they're already there on Toys R Us and on Amazon and hmm. other places. Um, so they've done well, Megablocks, yeah. and they're continuing to do well. Um, and I don't see them going away. That being said... Yeah. I'm not so sure about the quality. Uh, it's it's good. It's much better than than the really cheap knockoff brands yeah. that are out there. But um, I'm sure you've seen this too. Like when your kid builds something and yeah. they've mixed a Mega Blocks piece in oh, it, yeah. you can tell where the Mega Blocks piece <laughs> totally. is, right? The color's a little off, yeah. and uh, little they just don't mass. quite fit. Yeah, yeah. And the instructions are not as well written. That's the other thing with Mega Blocks. They are not as well really, written. Really, like you need to bring an engineer over to your house. To yes. So what color with what color and the mm -hmm. thing? Yeah. So that, that hinders you a lot. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, are they aiming still at the really young ones? or I mean, who's... They still do the Mega Blocks blocks. Like some of these and licenses know... don't seem like they're aimed at little kids. No, they're, they're, they, it's weird. It's like they a hit collector like, market? They hit or... four to six and then they hit like uh, eight to 15. <laughs> 23 to 30. <laughs> now, yeah, they're all up there. It's not yeah. up there with like the McFarlane ones that have recently come out with Walking Dead. Right. Uh, and they're going to do Game of Thrones. And they're weird Lego 
bricks that are they're really more model kits than Lego. It's the four to six market they're yeah, really going for. Exactly again. for Walking Dead, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know that your your five year old could really use uh, the governor with a with the fish tanks full of heads in the background as a as a playset, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah put it on her nightstand so she can look at it right before she falls asleep every night. <laughs> See, I don't even watch that show, so I don't get even get your references. But okay, but you can imagine horrific. a bunch of fish tanks with horrific. severed heads in it, right? That sounds unpleasant. Yeah. Okay. That sounds exactly why I don't watch her show. <laughs> uh, yeah. So who who came next in the the giant? So the next big player to hmm. try to take on Lego is uh, is Hasbro, and they they went with a line called Creo. Okay, Creo, Creo, and sounds like a roadway material. Oh, it's creosote. Um, I think that it's the, some Latin for create or uh, something like that. Okay, um, but uh, not spelled the way they spell it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. K R E dash O. Um, yeah, and so uh, Hasbro wanted to get in there, but they also didn't want to start up their own manufacturing. So they actually uh, use a South Korean company called Oxford hmm. uh, to do all the production, and then they just market it. So was Oxford kind of already doing this sort of stuff? Yeah, or? Oxford is a, a South Korean brand that has been making Lego knockoffs uh, for uh, since about the 70s. Oh, wow. So yeah, they're well established. Under many different names. <laughs> Uh, but they've been Oxford since the 90s. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, they um, they made sets for China and South Korea. Uh, and they've been around so long that there are actually Chinese manufacturers that make knockoff sets of earlier Oxford sets. <laughs> so so <laughs> yeah. they've got the molds and the instructions from the old Oxford sets nice. and just redo those. Knockoffs of knockoffs. Yeah. So this, awesome. this is the world we live in now. Yeah. Um, and... They're interesting. Well, so they've got a bunch of the Hasbro uh, intellectual property licenses. Exactly, yeah. They, they started with Transformers. That was their first line. And it's still going. And uh, then they added... Uh, everyone's going to remember this because this is a classic movie that needed a license. Oh. Battleship. Yes. <laughs> so this was, I guess, Battleship, the movie, the toy? Oh. I'm not my. entirely sure. I... Yeah, Hasbro just brought. They, they were like, "Here's what we got. Yeah, <laughs> just just do it all. We uh, we we get the toy license for this as part of the agreement <laughs> for letting them do the movie. Oh yeah. man! Uh, and then they did GI Joe, uh, which makes a lot yeah, of sense. That makes sense. Uh, Star Trek, sure. Um, and then Cityville, which is an app. Huh. So I don't know. My kids have a couple of Cityville sets because I they have grandparents. Right. And uh, Superstore socks Creo and likes to put Creo at massive reductions because of the fact nobody buys it, I guess. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but uh, And then Dungeons & Dragons is their newest line, hmm. which, again, makes sense because Hasbro owns Wizards of the Coast, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they make Dungeons & Dragons now. Y- yeah. So... They got everything. That's a... Yeah. yeah interesting... Again, hitting kind of a variety of age groups. Though it yep. seems to be a somewhat more of an older age group they're shooting at. I think their success is with collectors. Right. Because the Creons do look cool. The Creons. And uh, I think basically they looked at Lego's success with the minifigures, and all of their sets are based around... Right. Because the sets are, for the most part, extremely uninspired, uh, sort of slightly 3D buildings, you know, like a, a facade with that goes back a few sets. Awesome. But it's got the minifigure in it, yeah. Uh, uh, and the vehicles are really uninspired. So, But you buy it because, ooh, this has Bumblebee in it. And right. this has Optimus Prime in it. And this yeah, that's has... true, because all those licenses really sound like they're more about the the, the little characters. Exactly. The, yeah. yeah, and then they do blind bags of a lot of the, the characters as well, hmm. much like Lego. So the Creons, they're pretty awesome. And uh, I know a lot of people take the, take the Creons' uh, heads off so they can make custom minifigures of the different hmm. uh, 
ones. So if you're not a Lego purist, you'll mix and match those parts. Um, but the sets are, like I said, kind of meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Although they did add, uh, with the Cityville line, what they call sonic motion technology. That sounds sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, you can bring your toys to life. And if by life you mean slowly moving in circles, <laughs> then yeah. It's it's like they said, hey, you know what kids love? Electric football. Do you, does anyone <laughs> just, even remember that? Just stuff kind of moving yeah, all let's around on its own. Vibrate and have the things move. And so that's that's fantastic. Fun. <laughs> yeah, oh, fun. That's right. And then it makes noises and stuff too, like uh, oh. the spooky castle makes eerie spooky castle noises and i don't know my my kids like i said they have two sets with it huh. and uh they i think i've heard them use it once yeah <laughs> so not doesn't, exactly doesn't add a whole lot to play no no but they were cheap yeah <laughs> really really cheap huh so that's good luck hasbro i think they'll be fine because of the crayons i think they'll be around for quite some time yeah um we'll see so that's those are the big north american players hmm uh, and then we have to look at China. Right. The place where IP rights go to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, just, they didn't go to die. They didn't even know where they were. They were just like... Oh, they knew where they were because they <laughs> often used the, the patent um, uh, filings as a way to figure out the milling and stuff. Oh, right. right. Yeah, so. there you go. That's true. Uh, um. Yeah. It's, um, it's quite interesting. It's, it's tough because I, I own some Chinese Lego knockoffs for um, superhero minifigures. Purely for research purposes. Purely for uh, Lego has not made them. Right. Or uh, yeah. in the case of, of Hulk, my kids wanted a Hulk. Hmm. Uh, and I did not want to pay the $30 aftermarket price for Hulk from the one set Hulk was in at the time. Right. When I could get a red Hulk, a gray Hulk, and a green Hulk for three fifty <laughs> free shipping what? out of China. How does it work? They, you know what? They are okay. The molds aren't as good. Um, you can you can see the join lines on them, right. but they were three dollars and fifty cents wow. landed to my door. That's for three of them. That's terrible. Yes, that's kind of horrible. It's extremely horrible, <laughs> yeah. but also at the same time, I understand why they exist. Oh yeah, for that There's reason no, alone. No wonder. Yeah, yeah. I do. I get upset because uh, if you go onto Craigslist, which mm. you know is never recommended for anything really. No. Uh, and you look for Lego, there'll mm. be lots of entrepreneurs, we'll call them, oh, selling no. these Chinese knockoff minifigures. Ah. Um, and sometimes they'll be nice and say Lego compatible. But sometimes right. they will say Lego minifigures. And I click on the picture and I go, oh, those aren't Lego minifigures. Uh, yes. So with their, I mean, is it a slippery slope then? If they've got, they're getting part of the market with the cool little stuff that no one else is doing. But then they're also, they're going right after you know, it's kind of like the Apple store that opens up, but it isn't an Apple store. Oh, hey. But is it? Isn't it? I don't know. Yes. Are it, they going that direction with it? Definitely. I mean, they're, they're at the point now where they're doing complete knockoffs of sets. Right. It used to be they'd take something from a set and make that. But if you go online now, uh, especially in the superhero one, I, I think because they're already making a lot of minifigures, you will find brick-by-brick brick recreations of the sets in a box that looks identical to the Lego box, mm. except it has the Sluban logo on the side, or Suban, I mean, logo on it instead of Lego. Okay. So it's getting really dicey now when you're... Yeah. Like, it's not It's not so much that it's like the other ones where they're trying to do something with the technology yeah. and take it somewhere. It is just... Yeah, it's weird. I think our attitudes in North America towards 
trademark copyright and mm-hmm. intellectual property laws. It's a little, yeah, it's just different. I, I don't know. Did they just, is that not a thing in China? It's I just not a thing. I don't yeah. know. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, although, uh, interestingly enough, there was a Lego company um, that, uh, out of China, that Lego did win a lawsuit against in Chinese courts. Huh. And they were ordered to stop producing. Um, and it, it was a case like this, though, where, where they were producing items using the art from Lego. And right. Yeah. So it's stuff. That's, that's where you get in trouble. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll see. Um, it's because if they're sticking to making multicolored Hulk figurines that are different, I mean, that's, that's a whole other ballpark, but although they do recreations of the ones that exist as well. Right. And that Hulk does exist in a set, the green one, the gray one and the red one don't, but they're just repaints of the, of the same mold. (laughs) Just put some new plastic in the hopper. Yeah. So it's, there's definitely a weird ethical, moral dilemma area yeah you know because i think that um you know marvel comics has a right to make money i guess disney has a right to make money off of of what was created yeah and i think lego definitely has a right to make money off of what they produce right but at the same time it's it gets really difficult when you when you know the cost of the plastic yeah at the end of the day well i guess at the at the big thing will be if if it takes off enough because of its like uh the price point Mm -hmm. on it if it eventually becomes direct competition to lego and then that starts hurting innovation with lego Mm -hmm. then collectors will have a problem i think so and then so you know do does it get dealt with before it gets to that point or are we going to see it get to that point where you know it's just going to be so prevalent there's going to be so you know craigslist and everything is everywhere amazon will soon have the knock you know what i mean amazon has knockoffs do they yes (laughs) absolutely and Uh, ebay is lousy with them for sure imagine um, and again, I have no problem with the knockoffs it, when they are listed as Lego compatible uh, and they give you the brand well, that's at least making change it. Change the cover art for pizza. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I, I have less of an issue there. Um, yeah, it's when uh, it's it's when they're d- directly taking what someone else has created. Yeah. Um, and it goes beyond just the Lego sets now because there are companies in China that are making boxed versions of Lego mocks, my own creations that mm. Lego users have made. Wow. And put pictures up online. They just reverse engineer the pictures and sell those as uh, original sets. And they aren't original sets. No. Somebody put time and effort into making it. Yeah. Um, so it's a tough one. Yeah. You know, but on the other hand, you know, that gets bought as a gift for some kid who makes something cool that Lego would never have made. Right. And maybe that's what gets makes them the next, you know, Lego master builder. And the Chinese government has no interest in stomping that down because it's somebody creating jobs exactly it's building and, and it's, factories being used yeah. and that's i mean from their perspective it's all good yeah because if if a whole bunch of factories close down tomorrow in china yeah th- that's anarchy well that's people out of jobs that's <laughs> yeah. people yeah so I, I get from their perspective it's mm-hmm. it's it's a good thing yeah so it's a weird it's it a weird, weird world out there yeah uh, the other thing that's happening that is gonna affect lego is the the knockoffs are getting better and better in quality right and that's a tough one um, I think part of the blame is actually with Lego moving some production to China, right? Right, because now you're you're teaching people, yeah, how, how they do it, what their tolerances. But are. then I guess they know that's happening. It's going to happen. No, and, and you can see why they have to. I mean, they can't keep product on the shelves yeah. as it is. So I guess, but the only unfortunate part is the molds will end up getting just borrowed at the end of the day. 
or yeah, when they go, we have to throw this mold out because it's. I'll throw it out at the end of its life. Yeah, exactly. The guy in charge of throwing it out into he, the factory down the street. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's a weird world. Um, I Lego, I think, will lose some market share. Yeah. Um, but they they can afford to lose. I guess some they, market they share. dominate the marketplace so much that yeah. if you, most users, if you're going to go buy Lego, you're going to go to the. Toys R Us nope. or go to the kids store exactly. or whatever you're not going to be finding the knockoff and Lego. their brand loyalty is amazing right like my kids I, I'm I'm not a Lego snob I've never been a Lego snob in terms of, of being a purist and only needing these ones if I, if I saw a cool uh, Mega Bloks set I would buy it yeah that being said my children when they're building uh, or when they get a gift like they got the Cityville stuff from yeah. Creo they react with anger <laughs> Because they're just like, like, what is this crap? <laughs> think, you know, why do we have this? Yeah. And when they're building, you can you can see like, ah, it's a mega block, and toss it aside. So, so you've trained them well. I, but I don't think I have. I think Lego no. has, and I think yeah. Lego has in, engendered that loyalty. No, it's true. Just through by the quality. quality. Yeah. yeah, and the quality control. So um, I think as long as they they stick at the top, they will stay at the top, and they might lose some market share, but they will still be a massive gorilla in the toy market as long as there's no knockoff lego stores popping up i think we're good well, I'm, i you can i can guarantee you there's a knockoff lego store somewhere, somewhere. yeah somewhere. i saw <laughs> online the other day there was a knockoff google store google store that's not even a thing but you sell the googles yes <laughs> what <laughs> like do you go in there and just ask a question and they charge you for finding the answer or you go in there to ask a question and they've got tv screens playing ads in the background i don't quite get the revenue model no idea yeah <laughs> But I'm sure the knockoff Google store is Google started stickers. building a uh, knockoff server center somewhere. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's a it's an interesting world, and yeah. uh, I think I think the knockoffs will exist. I think they'll get better and better in quality. Well, they'll get more creative, and hopefully they get they move away from just the big license stuff and actually get more innovative. Or, yeah, I or think, even push Lego. I think maybe. another company will get stamped down for. You know, ripping off Lego. Hmm. Like you can get Le- instead of Lego Chima, you can get Lego Chim sets. Right. C H I M. I think that those they'll, they'll get those will get stamped down. I, Disney might get involved because you don't want to mess with Disney no. ever. No. So, uh, and and once that happens, yeah, I could see the the knockoff companies going back to just filling in the niches that Lego doesn't do. Do the military stuff, which I personally don't have any interest in, but lots of people do. Right. Do the. Uh, the, the the cracks that th- there's a lot of room there in yeah. the building world for I sure so so we'll see hopefully yeah in, in the end the world will be a bright happy place with everybody holding hands so it's and, not good not bad just is yeah it just exists and Lego needs to be protective because they're Lego so they'll continue to file lawsuits and they'll win one out of every fifty they <laughs> they put out there but they'll continue to do it yeah so hooray for Lego I guess. Hooray for knockoffs, I guess. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Well, I'm glad we covered this because I, I learned a lot. Thank you. Yeah. I hope everyone at home learned a lot. I enjoyed that. If, uh, if I missed, if there was a knockoff that you love or that you had uh, or that I just missed covering a brand that you think was important, mm-hmm. then uh, hit, hit me up at Still Sorting on Twitter or go to our website, BreakingDads.com. 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 Perfect. <laughs> and uh, then hit us up in the discussions and we'll discuss it all right until next week i'm james and i'm jeff